0: Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Everyone can find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Coming of Age. Hi hi hi. Hey. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 2012. <laughs> uh, you are joined today by some beautiful people, three people, to a movie podcast. We have Chase Cummins. We have Dan Joplin. Hello, I'm Chase. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? My name is Alan Lysbro. Okay. <laughs>
1: Allen. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Woo, Can woo, we get some woo woo? Can we woo? woo, woo, woo. His head. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Nicolas Cage series. Fucking finally. <laughs> We're all happy about it, and it's a good movie. <laughs> It is, it is a good movie. So much fun. Yeah,
1: I did, I, th- I, I, uh, I. don't think I ever said it really wasn't, but I was incepted to think that I said it wasn't because Chase has been telling me that I to- said it was a bad movie. But I don't think I actually said that. I think I just said it could use a tightening. You, just, to, mm, just cinch it up. I think when we first asked you if you'd seen it way back when it
2: came it? out. You're, the movie It? seen this movie. What it, movie? It? Seen Mandy.
1: Um, Oh,
0: Mandy. Mandy. Mandy, okay.
1: The movie that we're talking (laughs) about today. We're talking about Mandy today. (laughs) Mandy. I think your
2: reaction the first time we asked you was, Hey, Dad, did you like Mandy? And you went, "Uh." (laughs) I was like, Oh, no. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No,
1: because I think that's actually the noise I made while I was watching it because that, I was just asleep. So it was just like rolling over. <laughs> I was
0: like, yeah, I think when you talk about the movie that way, we're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about. But, I mean, compared to Port of Call and Leaving Las Vegas and even no, Vampire's I... Kiss, how does it stack up?
1: I like the movie. I'm not sa- I'm saying I like the movie. I like it. It was a good movie. This, this movie hates was good. This okay? movie. <laughs> if this movie was on an airplane, I would watch it and eat the peanuts with a little bag of peanuts What's with the peanut? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was badass. ace. Uh, like I just said, it was just woof. It the se- the sequences, all of them just nothing could have should have been taken out of this movie. It just, yeah, you could have just kind of put it, you could play it on like one and a half speed and probably be good.
0: That's Panos.
1: (laughs) Panos, baby.
0: (laughs) Did you ever, did you ever watch uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow? No. That was his only, his only other movie so far.
2: Um, Yeah. It is, um, it is like the first hour of this movie, but it's two hours, you know, it's just, I think it's an hour and a half, but the whole movie is just like that, Mm -hmm. that first, the first part. It is um, it is
0: it is art for sure. It's cool. <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool.
2: It doesn't really have as much of a plot. Like there's a plot, but it's really loosey
1: goosey and um, it's still psychedelic. Like I mean, like there's Panos. not a super <laughs> plot to this movie. There's a it's not even it's a like very that thin, hard of a yeah. it's yeah. Like I had mentioned to you before, Chase, it's it some of this feels like it could be a video a bit of a video game plot. Like it's yeah. yeah.
0: Well, once you see, like, I honestly thought it was, like, going to be, like, some fucking artistic-looking dude, like, you know, super well put together. Not that he's not. He's just a, like, kind of heavier-set nerd guy. Yeah. And I was just just like, oh, well, fuck. Hell, yeah. Okay, this makes so much sense. This guy's fucking awesome. Holy shit. Uh, Sidestep, can I please say that because of this movie, I keep on finding out, Things about Nicolas Cage that I never knew before, (laughs) and I didn't know that Nicolas Cage, like avid comic book reader, took his fucking stage name from Luke Cage. Yeah, the comic. Hmm. I didn't. I never knew that. Didn't. I read that, like just looking around on the internet, IMDb. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. He's even like he's just keeps on surprising me. Yeah.
2: he wow wow
0: that's time we got here
2: it's i read that he also has played now th- three or four marvel characters yeah i didn't and know I,
0: like, I didn't know who they were like, I, look, I know ghost riders one and i don't know what else
2: uh oh well uh also Who's, spider-man <laughs> into the spider-verse is, is one so that's two. Uh,
0: oh okay. wow okay. but there were more
2: than that and i'm like i don't know what those are yeah what did he do I've been looking at his IMDb list this entire month, and I can't think of a single other Marvel thing on there. Well, we'll get, we'll get sprouting. back
0: to you on part two when we do this. Who fucking knows when? It was, yeah. it was honestly, I learned a lot about myself. Me too. And. And about the world of Nicolas Cage, and almost nothing at all, because I still don't fucking know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Apparently, I'm capable
2: of becoming obsessed and uh, insane, because <laughs> that's what happened to me.
0: When we really get into the ridiculous movies, okay, that's, that's, you're showing me a picture of Nicolas Cage right now, Dan, and... <laughs> it's from, But he's photoshopped onto the guy from uh, Breakfast Club, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Is that a Marvel movie? <laughs> Marvel <Breakfast> presents <laughs> yeah.
2: the Breakfast Club.
0: That's something Netflix would do. Netflix is like the Breakfast Club the meets show. the Punisher.
1: <laughs> 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 that these would be kids, great. They thought these kids were bad.
0: I've been saying it but for they years. Seen I bad. I want to see the uh, just crossover universe explode. Yeah. Where it's just like things that, that shouldn't something be like crossed over yeah. yeah things that have nothing and to do not with even each other. comic books just other movies <laughs> like
1: let's
0: mix up all the Steven Spielberg movies. So there's dinosaurs during the Holocaust. Hey, those were made the same uh-huh. year <laughs> but that's kind of too much like that fucking Nazi dinosaur movie on the moon or whatever
2: yeah <laughs> so it's already been done e- yeah it's e- already been done Fuck. Hitler, dude. <laughs> they threw in two, uh, they threw in uh, 2001 on that one as well. Think about think
1: about a little E.T. A little E.T. with a Hitler mustache. Oh, God. Inglorious uh, glorious
0: I, bastards in E.T. That's not a bad image. <laughs> now that's a good image. Maybe if he was more... Uh, E.T. is chaplain. <laughs> the great dictator. Starring oh, E.T.
1: He's do, doing the little waddle. Oh. He's doing <laughs> the,
0: the speech. The most impressive speech. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Most epic
0: speech on YouTube, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> epic
1: waddle. fail.
0: It shows Charlie Chaplin's like normal comedy. <laughs>
2: Falling down the ladder and shit. The, the little waddle of Chaplin and E.T., though, Dan, that's that's
0: so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the perfect. cane back and forth. <laughs> Holy fuck. That would be amazing. Um, uh, this movie, Mandy, also has Richard Brake I must say, on the second viewing, I was like, "Oh yeah, Richard Bricks in this movie," and I, I think I only know him the from one other. The he's Is the, the guy who gets it through
1: the mouth? He's, he's the oh, chemist. The guy gets it through the mouth. He's he's the chemist with chemist.
0: Lizzie the tiger, who was supposed to be a yes. lizard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which would have made this a little bit and too much, like wh- okay, whoa, whoa,
1: <laughs> the the chemist soaking his hands, just soaking his
2: hands in fucking acid. Oh, yeah. yes. I think he was just like essentially just acid himself at that point
1: like, yeah just, dude he was wild
0: <laughs> dude he was he's was fucking cool though for when, sure yeah, he's but, got a great image i really like that actor i've only seen him in that rob zombie movie where it's like a game it's called like 41 or something what is it called
2: something oh, like that i haven't
0: seen that one um i think it's something like that i can't remember but it's like uh it's like a game where like people are released and there's there's like a set of killers that are coming after you the and you have to get through them. Thirty one? Thirty one, yes. Um, I
2: remember him. And from... he's
0: like a fucking villain who is so fucking scary. And the very <laughs> beginning of that movie is in black and white, and it's just him talking to the camera for the first five minutes and he's just covered in blood. And it's fantastic. If you don't want to watch a whole Rob Zombie movie, just watch the first five minutes and then say, Okay, cool, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> See it's ya. really
2: good. It's just a good scene. <laughs> i'll check it out i've not seen that movie um i oh i saw him in the sisters brothers most recently ah
0: uh, plays a normal kind of character you know not not murdering people or did, making i think he acid. might be, i think he might be murdering people okay.
2: there's a lot of murdering in that movie well good
0: in what uh-huh. the sisters brothers I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about brothers? it. So I don't know how it, much murder is involved. It's like a West. Yeah, it's like an,
2: it's a kind of like an anti-Western. It's not re- it doesn't really play like a Western, but it's Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley are the sisters brothers. And then Jake Gyllenhaal and Rees Ahmed are like other characters that are in it. Um, and they're characters? like bounty hunters and they're like, you know, brothers that hate each other. And it's pretty fucking good. It's, it's a weird movie. It's, It's not what you'd expect, but it's not bad.
0: Well, we'll all check it out. All right. right, Well, let's talk about Mandy before we get too deep. Let's do a general
1: synopsis. So um, Mandy and Red live in the Pacific Northwest up in the mountains, uh, Reds a Lumberjack, Nick Cage. Uh, Mandy, what's the actress's name? This is more than a, a sentence know. already. You're already <laughs> doing so much more than a sentence. Stop. Andrea, Andrea Rice, Bravo. <laughs> to the answer You again? run on, son let me of a. Try bench. again. Let me, let me try one more time. <laughs> one more time. It's, All right. It's a new mindset. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Mandy and Red live an idyllic lovers' life, secluded in the Pacific Northwest mountains in the mid '80s. Until one day.
2: An evil cult leader known as Jeremiah Sand decided he wanted Mandy.
0: He passes Mandy on the road, and her face
1: ignites a fire in him. After abducting Mandy, Jeremiah's advances are rebuked, (laughs) and he is left wanting.
2: So like any man with a small penis... He decided he has to burn her in front of her lover, Red. Lava. Lava. Oh,
0: God. So they burn her in front of Red, like Chase just said, and it hurts. (laughs) He comes out, and he sees her
1: ashes. Ooh. Dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. Um, Red.
0: You know what's funny? Red manages- you know what's funny? Side note. Uh, You're my boy, Blue, is the only other reference, and his name's Red. <laughs> <laughs> dust in the wind. All right, You're okay, my boy, okay, Blue! All right, <laughs> um, Red,
1: Red manages to escape and make his way home, where he begins his plans for... Retribution. First, he must
0: find the people who wronged him. Then he must forge an axe.
1: (laughs) And my sword and my bow. (laughs) This is my sword. This
0: is my bow.
2: Once he has gathered the sacred weapons, he's able to launch his assault.
0: He goes for the demon motherfuckers who were summoned earlier that we didn't
1: mention. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the aid of Gimli and Legolas, he, slay, he makes his way into Mount Doom and uh, slays the first of the orcs, but flips over his chariot in the process. Thus finding himself
2: imprisoned in the disgusting bathroom...
1: Of the demon's home <laughs> by a vicious by a vicious snowflake <laughs> and
0: uh, uh, what's the the Star Wars pit? Oh my God, the the never
2: ending pit. Yes, uh, you rip
1: my shirt. You rip my shirt. Is that what he's saying? Is yes, he saying yes, you yes, rip yes, my yes, shirt? Yes. That's his favorite
0: yeah. shirt. Yeah. It's his favorite that shirt. My favorite shirt. You rip my shirt. And uh, uh, uh and then it it's you know you know what's going on it's a story of revenge and we'll talk about the end later.
1: <laughs> you got the I idea like how, so far. Okay, I like how you were the most gung ho about this and like the first to fucking <laughs> But that's puss a synopsis. You don't
0: tell the end of the story in a synopsis. <laughs> no, 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 but also like when she
1: <laughs> You were like, yeah, and then she got burned, like Chase said. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No, I had,
1: I had a blast. I had a blast. <laughs> Come on, people. Come gather round, wherever you roam. <clears throat> so I don't know about
2: you guys, but I have a few questions about this you movie. do know. <laughs> yes, okay. Oh, fine, yes, we like... talked before the show. I know you guys have questions. <laughs> <laughs> i got some questions need i got some questions
1: <laughs> like why would you taste that oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yes we will get to that i like oh that. my I god i like that question that's uh that's gonna be a fun one it's just to in general out. why would you taste that oh my god so um let's uh yeah let's uh try and figure out what we uh couldn't understand or was really fucking weird about this movie.
0: Yeah, hopefully, um, our to our listeners, we're not going to go through the entire movie. Hopefully, you've watched it. It's not really a movie that I, I can really explain to you in how it makes you feel because it's so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and the soundtrack's great, and it makes you feel a certain way, and you shouldn't be listening to this it's, unless you've seen it.
1: It's experience. But, you know, if, you, if you're, if you're fine nice, with it and you just some, want to listen to this, that's totally nice cool. Some nice heavy metal... <laughs> themed uh uh like animated bits and shit it's really dope it's fun it's trippy it's like heavy metal as a live action
2: movie with a little bit of the heavy metal in it like the cartoon in it yeah um it's a uh it's an experience it's an experience to watch this it can't be described effectively so if you haven't seen it go fucking see it
1: Go see, that okay, so a bit of a sur- before we get into question questions, a bit of a surface level question for you guys. Um, did you get like little Manson vibes from him, oh. like with the with the oh, yeah. with the 100%. wanting to d- like with the, sure. the folk music and everything? He's like, Oh, this is like the Carpenters, but even better. Oh, like, yeah, whatever. absolutely,
0: yeah, 100%. I'm sure that was an influence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I
2: read in the trivia on IMDb that. It was like partly based on Charles Manson. Mm. Yeah. Like there's they share a lot of the parallels, but like I don't know. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. Dude, I think maybe yeah, somebody it's... could have just written in and be like, it seems like he's kind of based on Manson. Because he totally looked like seems like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's very a close association.
0: I don't think it was any uh I'm sure the director realized. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, not, great. it's great. It's great. Everyone wants to see that. There's two Manson things coming out soon. <laughs> Yeah, Gwen um, Tarantino can do it. Come on, I'm excited for that movie. But I like the I like the spin on it, honestly, especially with like demon cults, <laughs> yeah, and like well, just like riders and shit, black skulls. It's and, crazy. It's kind of Nazi as fuck too. Yeah, it's not as fuck, but a little tinge. It's uh, Tingy. It's definitely uh,
1: yeah. well, just that it gets into that occulty stuff, and that's I feel like is a big question there is yeah. like is there a supernatural element or is it just drug-fueled mania is it just mm-hmm. like they're all fucked up on crazy ass acid because like when he's talking to one of his friends and he's described the friend is describing the you know this group he's like yeah a bunch of bikers got fucked up on bad batch of acid never been the same since yeah um and so it's like are these because they seem to have some fucking superhuman abilities. Yes, for sure. And it's like, is it is it PCP strength, or is it through or... the
0: lens of
2: PCP? Well, <laughs> yeah. Or or is it that they just like the acid's so good that they've just like transcended into some kind of like, like there is some other fantasy element, I'm and a they've demon. opened the door. Yeah. They've opened their minds enough to to see the door to the other like side of the you know the other side death basically.
0: Like I don't know. Well, yeah. It well, it, it, it's even in the movie. They're talking about. Um, it's when he's talking about you bathing in the pools of oh, what is the line when he's talking about mystics and psychosis and how there's a fine oh, no, line he's, between he's, it.
1: No, he. Uh, are you talking about the like at the very end when he's like yeah uh, yeah mystics uh, mystics dr- or. Um, like, psych- the, psychotic, drown. the psychotic drown, in, drown in mystics, mystics swim. swim. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah, that's yeah. like, that kind of ties it's into that true. question as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you, you're kind of riding the line and you don't know. It's ambiguous, but, like, your experience is definitely a supernatural one. Yeah. It's also a line from Joseph Campbell's A Hero with a Thousand Faces,
2: um, which is a. Uh, I'm not not to, to diminish the the like the context of what it's playing yeah, in, no, in this. Yeah, like, it, it, I think you know, it, there definitely can be a lot red in there. But like, it's also like, basically referencing the mono myth and talking about how like the psychology of like, uh, like, crazy like crazy people basically will drown in these religious ideologies. Like, like if you get too far into re- into religion become obsessed then like yeah and your yeah. ego takes over yeah yeah you know and, and you're you're not well and mentally you're going to you like, shall not
0: ascend
2: <laughs> but like that that's another big question about this movie is like does this movie function as any kind of um like metaphor is there any deeper meaning to any anything that's happening here like like can we if we really sat down and, and broke down the 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 images and the, the different symbols and stuff and, like, what they mean. Like, could
0: we ever, like, derive some kind of, like, greater meaning from the movie? I, I think in may- maybe, uh, but also maybe in some sense that we're not used to as well, because I think this movie really does break a lot of the, you know, quote-unquote rules of, like, making film. Like, clearly, like, through, you know, um, something as simple as showing the Shadow Mountains, like, not just in text, but, like, in this illustrious text with, like, the stars behind it. And then, like, introducing Children of the New Dawn, the cult with Jeremiah, like, as this... It's own, like, kind of metal-looking, like, 70s, like, logo. Like, it's a band. And then, like, not introducing Mandy until an hour 15 minutes into the film, like, the title sequence. Like, I feel like this movie just kind of... it's. It's doing its own thing. And I think that the deeper meaning could, you know, not necessarily be a meaning in which we would normally interpret film. I don't know. I, I feel think like it was uh, an
1: album. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. I can see yeah. that. And, I can and, see that for and, sure. And like all those title sequences were like album art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was, it was so rooted in like, like the 60s, 70s kind of like rock, heavy metal, you know, kind of like shit. And it was awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. it essentially... It made you
0: feel like you were, like,
2: part of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is kind of structured like an album, too. I mean, it, it's, like, told through these, like, sections, you know, and there's these different, like... I mean, they're all wildly different. If you <laughs> When you watch, like, the beginning, the middle, and the end, like, the, everything plays out, and, uh, like, the tone is, is, like, different in each section. So it is kind of like an album with these, like, movements. Um, I don't know if that like if that, that has any meaning. I like
0: that. That's fucking cool. It's like cool. that it's really it cool. seems it seems like that would be something that like if 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 Panos Cosmatos had said that, I would be like okay, yeah. Could totally see that. And he didn't yeah. say it and you said it and maybe <laughs> that's true. That's fucking awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I have to <laughs> I like that. I do have to ask like does it even matter if this movie has any deeper
0: meaning? Like I I don't I think it's so fucking enjoyable and just like super fun and it has its it it knows what it's doing. It knows its audience, and nobody's seen that, yeah, in a, yeah. In a long time. It's, no, i
1: I feel like it really is again in that and in like a video game. It's it's a really experiential thing. Yes, like it's there's not. I mean, maybe there is some deep meaning behind the story that the, yeah, the director can or the writer can tell us about, but. It it seems like it's a pretty base story of like abduction because like where does this abduction come from? Like it's just he's f- just fucking spots her. Yeah, and it's just like oop, oop it's, and it's, there
2: you go. Like it's essentially just like chaos. It's just like he happens yeah, upon so, yeah, her and it, like it's, decides. It's also I want
1: random that. that it just it just seems like it's something that happens and it's just yeah yeah
2: like here it is. Well, I was experience. kind of I was kind of writing down this like just kind of like writing notes about this movie, thinking about it and stuff, and like. um... I was thinking like as I thought about it more that, that the movie kind of stands in as just like a, a a a warning for like digging too deep into art. Like he layers this movie with lots of like symbols and stuff, right? But when you start digging into like well what could that possibly mean? There's not really like you can't really find anything. You can kind of put your own like whatever you want onto it and and say you can say it means whatever you want. Um and so it made me think that like It's it's almost like a like a not a metaphor but like a a warning for like like the meaning of the movie is like don't try to look too far into
0: things and put your own bullshit on stuff. Um, I like that very much, and it made me think almost um, of like how Mandy and Red are both. Red's kind of just like a normal guy, but Mandy has this like mysticism. Like she's not like too far gone or anything. She's not like the hippie cult. Um, But she's kind of a version like that, like maybe went like the hippie cult version of her is like they've gone too far. And she's just like kind of interested, like she's talking about the planets with red and stuff like that, you know? Like she's interested in the stuff, but she's not so deep in it that she's like a fucking psycho and she's like religious about it or anything. I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of I, I can see that almost, like they're the same breed. But one has just gone off the fucking deep end. Yeah, with it, uh, I don't know.
1: Uh, I wouldn't even.
0: Maybe not even. I, but... I don't know about. As Chase was talking about like that, it the, made well, me think about like
1: that. Uh, well, well, to continue what
2: my thought, it was like basically at the end of the day, the point of the movie is, hey, this is supposed to be experienced. Like, don't try to like figure it out necessarily. Like uh it's just meant to be experienced and like there's these little things that he did through the movie as you like start to try and like decode it or whatever that keep like throwing you back to this idea that like it's not really meant to be like you're kind of just supposed to experience it and it it, it is what it is and um kind of like life is like there's not really a fucking meaning we're just kind of here and like hey it's a cool experience just just enjoy it don't try and like figure out what it means. Cause that's where you're going to run into problems. Like with like yeah. Jeremiah, you're going to become somebody like that.
1: Yeah. No, just, just given the way that like there was the, co- you know, the call to action or whatever, like her getting abducted and everything, or like them getting abducted. Um, it just, it seemed like if there was any, any reasoning, any purpose behind that, and it, it was just the utter chaos that is life. <laughs> it was just a representation of set and nothing more. Because what is life but chaos, you know? <laughs> yeah. It is, it is birth and death and sex in between <laughs> to create more birth <laughs> and death. Lust.
0: <laughs> Lust
1: for life. Yeah.
0: The
2: last. I can't do Werner Herzog and I apologize for my impression in the last episode. It's fine. <laughs> baby. it's fine. It's all gravy. I'm going to stop pretending that I can even attempt it. So.
0: Um, it's I just think, fun. It's just fun to do. I think we there's a, a lot of uh, speculation that we can have and I don't mind speculation but I'd like to pull back <laughs> and maybe yeah. talk about, um, Wait, about some what, of these what, the, what the themes of the movie kind of are dive into that and talk about more questions. What was the question that we just asked?
1: We're talking about it, if it was supernatural or not. Oh yes. That yes, that? Yeah. yeah. The fantasy so what did you talk about? Fantasy yeah. aspect. We talk about? yes.:
0: yes. Um, I'd like to talk about like loneliness and like loss of love and then just revenge in general. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's very much what the movie is at its Loss of favorite shirt.: <laughs> <laughs> at, its, at its, you know surface level, surface level, boom, that's what the movie is. I don't know a lot of its core. But the surface is awesome.
2: That's what I I think this. I think it's all about the the surface.
0: I really like the surface of this movie.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. the visual aesthetics here are fucking dope. They're beautiful. The I mean, it's it's lots of like neon red lighting and all that stuff. But there's little things. So like, and that brings me actually to one of my questions, which is the scene where they've drugged Mandy. The cult has. And yes. he's trying to seduce her and he's playing his song and he gets down in her face and then you get that close up of him and he's delivering his monologue, you know, that's yeah, a, like when he's really won- in the deep and, and God like kissed him and shit. Yeah, And then Mandy's <laughs> face disgusting. is just on top of his face, but it's like the, it's like just around the nose and eyes and yeah, then he's like,
0: it's like he's, it's like he's, but it's like it's so he's subtle. half panning it over to like blend and then just bringing it right back but it's so fucking crazy that's what he
1: does he yeah he does it several times it's super trippy i think if there was any purpose to it other than just being trippy it was you know that's what he's jeremiah's attempting to do there is he's bringing her into his mind it's almost like a uh
0: hypnosis kind of thing yeah i think it was i think it was a really good like uh like like
1: language of film, kind of thing to do with with the scene, yeah. you know. It was a really good visual representation of fucking tripping balls and having a fucking Charles Manson fucking talk your goddamn ear off and right. try and steal Charles your identity Manson from the, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to get into your head. Yeah, the
0: best. The best thing about it is try really just how she, similar. Well, like it just it, it. Their faces blend so well together that you're like, wait, yeah. Kinda, it's, it's, it kind of so, looks like kind of looks like Mandy right now. And his um, eyes get like,
1: It's round. because it takes fucking three hours to do it. It's because it takes fucking five minutes for that goddamn scene. And so they take forever to blend it. And so you're like, wait. I,
0: it's fucking great. You I, yeah, it's, I'm happy that they it's take the no, time. No, it's great.
1: I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Like yeah, it's extra trippy because you it's like so need to slow. yeah
0: you really need to though. Um, I a Rob Goldman who was on our what episode? <laughs> I don't even remember. Strange color of the body. Strange ta- another color of crazy your body's ass movie. tears. He literally texted me. He moved to Tampa. He was like, "Hey, I'm watching Mandy right now. What the fuck?" It was like 10:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was. I was like, "Uh are you high? Or are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Are you smoking drugs?" <laughs> and he was like, "I'm on caffeine." And I was like, "No, no, no, sir. You need to turn that off. You need to wait till it's nighttime. You just smoke a bunch of weed, maybe do acid. You're probably fine with it." Yeah, Watch the movie." And then he said, "Wait, wait, wait. Uh, some like demon bike riders just showed up. I think I'll get through this. See you later. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. You literally got like 10 minutes in the film and, and decided like, to what? text me. Because like, yeah. it was probably felt like a long time. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it does it, seem like a long time, but you really just, just fucking sink in and enjoy. It's nice. Yeah, yeah
2: you kind of just got to soak it in.
0: Um, get in the hot tub, watch Mandy.
2: I do-
1: Put some caffeine's not a bad idea. I <laughs> <laughs> caffeine's not bad. It keeps keep you, just, keep you just keep some by bi- like a little shot. Just to just to, get you, just to get you through the first hour. Just to get you through the first hour. Second hour, you're good. You're yeah, it's good true. at second. It's hour. Fucking, you're like then you're like, whoa!
0: Why don't <laughs> yeah. drink that caffeine, I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> whoa.
1: <Woo!" laughs>
2: yeah, it's like a fucking roller coaster. Um, I do wanna say something if we go back to that that face scene, that um, it's like the cameras from her point of view. And I think there's, like, kind of an interesting thing done with the, the point of view in this movie. But I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But you're from her point of view, and, like, she's on drugs, and you have this cult leader who's trying to, like, assimilate her, basically. And, like, if you look at it from her point of view, it's like she's, like, like hallucinating this moment of, like, someone who's, like, literally trying to... Um, like, like, she sees herself in him, like every cult leader. Like, a good cult leader, you see yourself in the cult leader. That's how he attracts... All of these like followers, um, and it's like kind of one of those things I feel like, where I just thought about that. But yeah, He's, maybe she's the,
1: maybe the back and forth was her rejecting him.
2: Yeah, like her being like, wait, like like psychologically, like through the hallucination, like fighting the the urge
0: or the yeah yeah the temptation to like see herself in this like. If we had put it in seventies term, it's pretty much he thought she was super fucking groovy. Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> and she saw through his <laughs> greediness <laughs> <and> I was <laughs> like, you know what I don't think so I'm gonna laugh at your fucking st- it- I love when she says, oh. is this is this did you make this song he's like yes she she's like you you were singing this are you serious <laughs> And she just starts laughing and just like it becomes so fucking like she just like, fuck you just becomes so evil within her she's not evil and you're like yeah you're doing the fucking right thing girl Mm -hmm. get it it's uh, I love it so much and he's just like shut up up." yeah Mm -hmm.
1: you're like ooh it's great you're that's hilarious Mandy but you're about to get fucking your head chopped off you did yeah what is he, <laughs> does he? But Yeah. <laughs> what does he say
2: in the mirror right after that scene when he's like freaking out in the mirror and he's like, uh, "What do I do? What do I do? What do I do?" Is that what he saying? What
0: do I do? What do I do? Oh yeah, that's awesome. Do do? And he's that's like, a really good scene. He's like he's it's talking like, to he himself. He does like, he's a god. like contact through to himself. It's like him talking to himself in his head. It's very. But like, well. he, yeah. he obviously thinks he's. Was well, like, him also just. He obviously well, goes, just thinks he's, like, a fucking religious figure. he's like, I love, though. I love the depressive state and, like, going into panic. It's awesome.
1: I was just thinking about him doing that as in, like, oh, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Because, like, I haven't had somebody just reject me so hard like that and just, well, like, really panicking at exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. It's, like, him freaking out about this
2: moment, but then to yeah. to find the solution he just looks into a mirror and he talks to the mirror like the mirror is like the deity you know yeah like so like i feel like it's his his psychology breaking down cuz he's just like this he's never
0: he's he's like hurt by the the do rejection think, like any narcissist sand, would be do you think sand is a last name on purpose probably house built out of sand something like that probably like could be like something like oh he gets to like his ego gets so built up, but it's so easy to fucking topple. And he's just like, I don't know. It's just a thought. Yeah. No, I mean,
2: (laughs) he kind of reminds me of like an incel who's capable of creating a, a fucking cult basically. And he's just like freaking out
0: that someone rejected him. Yeah. It's some wild shit, man. Mm -hmm. He's, he's scary. I almost, uh, wish that Richard Brake was the cult leader though, but this guy does really well too. Well,
2: (laughs) I heard in an interview that Nicolas Cage was originally supposed to be supposed a, to be the cult leader. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> then what happened? He didn't want to do it. He told Panos that uh, he was like, I'll do the movie if I can be read. And Panos didn't come around for like a year. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't want him to be
0: read. Yeah. He was like, I don't think that makes sense because it's supposed to be originally like a youth, youth versus age movie.
1: Oh, uh, um, that's how he kind of. But wanted I don't to know. It. I I prefer this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they like.
2: He was um, uh, Bruce Wayne's father in Batman Begins, by the way. Oh,
1: I do recognize him from that.
0: Thanks. This would this would
1: just be another one of those like (laughs) Nick Nick would be way too over the
0: top. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It would just be too much. Like the guy who plays. And I
0: don't want to see his dick. No.
1: Yeah. I thought about that immediately when I heard about it. I don't want to
0: see that. (laughs)
1: I, th- I think that scene would have played differently. Yeah, because... If, if Nick Cage... I I don't know. I mean... Well, do you think they have the money for Nick Cage's dick, though? They had the money for Nick Cage, but did they have the money for Nick Cage's probably. dick?
2: Probably. At this point. He, he had a decent-sized budget too. for
0: this. Well, also, huh. it's like, he's Nick Cage. He fucking loves... Experimental acting. You do make a good point, though, that I can't
2: think of anything in my head where Nick Cage truly has any nude scenes at all. Besides, like, yeah, maybe we, shirtless. When do we
0: see his butt? You see him pretty naked in Ghost Rider, if I remember seeing that back in 2006 mm-hmm. correctly. Or whenever yeah. the Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. No, he was. hangs
1: yeah. full dong in Ghost Rider, right? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's just, the movie that he hugged in It's stick. just yeah. a little, like, flame.
2: <laughs> yeah. It just spits out a little flame at the end after he's done. <laughs> <laughs> after he gets done having sex with Eva Mendes. Oh my God, another one. <laughs> wow,
0: good job, guys. Great scene. you That's lunch. Really good movies to be in together.
1: I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that, what was the question? <laughs> Did mm-hmm. we answer it? <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, moving on. Moving on. So, what does the uh, like? Why are Mandy's eyes red in the nightmare? Like the the card like. So okay. Nicholas Cage has many nightmares throughout this. Actually, we'll get to this question in a second. Okay, are they nightmares? Ass,
1: sweet ass heavy metal nightmares. Oh yes. Well, let's just talk about it. yeah. Are they nightmares? Um, or is it like some
0: spiritual interaction? Kind yeah of. i don't I don't know it seems yeah. it seems to have
2: a um like especially at the end in that end sequence side note these
1: nightmares are animation in the style of heavy metal yes <laughs> yes, yes they are
0: and very uh, fucking cool i guess i didn't really think about it i i really did just kind of be like okay Nicolas cage is having these nightmares but obviously yeah that would coincide if it has any meaning um well, it to the, the plot. The first time I saw the
2: movie, I would just yeah, I was just like these are nightmares. But like literally, um, I watched The Last Hour today um, at work, and uh, when I was watching it, I was like these. They didn't strike me as a nightmare. It struck me as like these these weird like. I, I don't know how to describe him, but like it's almost like blending to that fantasy. It almost we looks like
0: about. he's having like a third eye into the dimension that Mandy is in at this point. Like her soul has s- traveled to.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say, I, w- I wouldn't have necessarily called them nightmares. Yeah. I I thought that th- exactly. They were like these drug fueled, like interdimensionary fucking, like, bloop, little glimpses of like. Uh, a, a spirit realm, yes. so to speak. Yeah. Um. And like it, and and that's what made me also think that there was a supernatural element on some level to to this. Um. That like, cause like when she's like pulling the heart out of the demon and shit, um, like in another one of those those yes. like dream sequence things. Yeah. Um, Which is dope. It's like yeah. glowing green. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page with you, Alan. I think it. I don't think nightmare. I call them dream sequences, but um, yeah, I think that they were trips. But I mean, that's the other thing is like, what does this guy consider trip? Like this, the director and everything. Does he consider well, tripping, like, just like tripping? Or it's does, like a is, is he a guy who thinks like of it like a t- view as like interdimensionary fucking shit?
2: Yeah, it yeah. seems to me that he kind of has like this interdimensional shit. Yeah. Um, one of his trademarks thus far, and he's only has two movies, is um, that there's a Ellis, there's like full on pe- characters in the movie take acid, and then we see a trippy fucking POV sequence. And then, like, like, it's not, you're not really in someone's point of view in terms of the camera work, but like, it's just like a trip sequence. and you're they're in the jar? Yeah, like the scene where he takes the acid and then, uh, and there being kind of like this acid sequence. Uh, And then in uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, there's like a 15 minute long black and white sequence
1: where a guy takes acid and just like, it's insane. Um, Because, I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to like go with it, like, um, you could. If you were talking about like a a reptilian uh, 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 conspiracy aspect to this, uh, thinking about this and like multi-dimensional shit, and thinking about the invisibles, like they talk about like these uh, these like demon overlords that are in this other realm and everything, and that yeah, you can use different meditations and tripping and stuff to experience different parts of these realms and different levels of consciousness, and like what if that is has some involvement in this and like you could go in a lot of different directions i'd just
2: i'd fully believe depending that. on how
1: deep down the rabbit hole or your own personal rabbit
2: hole you want to go yeah exactly um which brings us back to the the deeper meaning point but i don't want to talk about that i actually want to talk about how it's most likely that there is that interdimensional aspect to this um quite possibly even like a reference to the invisibles and in some like weird influence way you know like there's like cthulian vibe to the the demon bikers in my opinion like in in my in my notes i wrote down their their hellraiser rejects
0: yeah
1: totally Um, absolutely i think hellraiser all the way which is so like okay these 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 demon bikers guys they're like yeah they're all they're all like like look like some fucking lord of the rings orcs all like wet and black and tarred up and shit (laughs) yeah but like so it's like okay yeah they're big badass fucking crazy bikers but then here's the supernatural bit is one of them literally gets a fucking crossbow bolt through his neck yeah. and just like yeah and that's out, the reaper and then hand to, yeah and just hand to hand combat fucking fights Nick Cage then Yeah it they definitely seem to have like supernatural
2: powers and after Cage takes the acid uh, from the jar, which is directly, which um, like energizes it's right, him. Yeah, after it's, he does a, as well, he
0: snorts whatever the fuck. That was. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's he, like he does their drugs, and then directly after that, it's the senior talking about where he shoots the guy through the neck as he's like escaping by the burning car. Yeah, is what you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah. he's able to like fight everybody. Like everything he does after that point is just like mostly him kicking ass and just True. getting into really crazy fights. Whereas the two people before was him like he like stumbled and he fucked up and he was seen in the TV um you know i mean he got I mean caught. you know he
1: fucked up he fucked up a bunch of times after that like he fucking walked around that corner revving up the chainsaw and then fucking uh, but he pulled it but off he, pulled, he did pull it off though and he fought but I that know. Guy. I don't know if, he did. I don't know
0: if that's a uh, I don't know if that's a thing or not and am trying to no, put but it that's the thing. He pulled. Right
1: now. He pulled it. He pulled it off in a lot of those fights, like the one where he gets seen in the TV. He, he pulls kicks it the guy off in the, the face, uh,
0: like right away from the ground. He's doing a lot of crazy shit, like against these demons that are like powerful as fuck. It's very crazy. Yeah, it felt
2: like it enhanced him slightly to me. Like the like I, I could be just literally putting that
0: on the movie. I I did I did like notice. I was like, okay, he seems, he seemed so jacked, like, cause I wanted to know. I was watching the second time, and after he did that, okay, I was like, what effect is this going to have on him? And it just seemed to like fucking like amp him the fuck up and like almost <gasps> almost drive him more
2: i mean it literally face melted it was face melting acid literally showed a, his face just fucking melt it which was is awesome awesome it was so yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah yeah but the, and like got but the you swimmy. rip my
1: shirt but the you rip my shirt scream was before that <laughs>
2: yeah yeah but like he oh and him and breaking the was neck like steven
1: seagal
0: yeah. <laughs> and
2: that <laughs> face yeah
0: <laughs> but <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> But but he uh he uh is like emotionally reacting there and he kills the guy, but he's kill still he's like injured and like he'd already fucked up with the first guy. You know covered <laughs> he, in blood. He seemed to become much more successful uh after he took the acid, like quickly like he
0: became quicker at killing people i can see it i can see it he got he got some motherfucking (laughs) confidence perhaps i don't know no because okay i really do think his drive got
1: boosted i'm not saying that i'm not saying the sexual libido all i'm just okay but realistically the next one was just he shot one guy with an arrow okay got him yeah and then wait Oh, no, he fought. He shot the dude with the arrow and then fought him by the fire, and then he killed the other redneck with the arrow, and then he'd had the chainsaw fight, right? Well, no, um, he shoots the demon with the
2: arrow and then yeah. uh, kills him, and then he yeah. uh,
1: cuts his head off, and then... Yes, but then and after that fight, it's he, one more kill with the crossbow but and chainsaw, right? The chainsaw guy's in the
2: cult after he kills the dude by throwing his axe and just fucking nailing the little, like, inbred dude in the oh, head. Oh, that's and, it. I th- that's what it's it later is. It's, on, the, yeah. it's the axe. The I axe. kept
1: thinking, I. it's a it's a long-range attack. Yeah. I was thinking crossbow, but it's the axe, but, yes. but the
2: axe thing comes after he's killed the dude in the woods. He kills um, Butthead. Yeah. Well yeah, he kills Butthead with the axe, but like <laughs> the dude in the woods where he stabs him through the mouth, and the guy uh when they're in the van, brother he's swan, in the van, he stabs he stabs swan, brother he, swan. When he stabs Brother Swan.
0: And he says to the better to burn out than to
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <And I'm> Like <laughs> The blood wow. sound effects in that scene were horrifying. They I, are bad. I loved it. <laughs> All the fucking uh like burning Real squishy sounds that they're making Real as squishy. well to Mandy's soul, like how they how who's just laughing, The darker the whore, the brighter
1: the flame.
0: Who's just laughing, just saying she's burning as he's killing him? Yeah. Um, she's that still burning. So that a, it, was the arrow guy by the car, yeah. As wait, the guy yeah, who gets he, the was, she's still burning, yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah, he's yeah. just like, she's still burning,
0: she burns. Mm-hmm. That's no, but fucked. the uh,
1: the the guy who got killed through the mouth was the guy who, like, while she was burning, was like. The darker the whore, the brighter the flame. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Darker the whore? <laughs> Ew, dude. Ugh. Like, ooh, be careful, dude. You, don't, you killed her because she's being recorded right now. Yeah, you like, killed like, what her because she by wasn't darker. being one. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> do we really need to get into this right now? Um, so We've gone off the deep end on every other Nicholas Cage so episode. Well, <laughs> this brings us back to the question,
2: why does Mandy have red eyes in the... In the... Well, I, what I would call the interdimensional nightmare sequences. I would say that I can answer that
0: uh, by referring to another question that really deals with the end of the film, honestly. I okay. think they are connected. Okay, what is it? Um, I think that in the end of the film, it, I have a theory about Mandy's soul. Mandy's soul is what he's getting a glimpse into, and it's her soul almost like... Her soul is burning the whole time. They even referenced that in the f- in the scene we were just talking about. Her soul well, is conflagrated. S- her soul is still burning. She's dead. It's conflating. It, is there?
2: It's, it's complicated. Isn't, isn't the first part? It's conflating. it's Conflating. It's it's well, isn't the f- conflating? <laughs> isn't the first cartoon of Mandy being like tortured or something?
0: Like she, like oh, where face is like, melting. Melting. Yeah. Like, she's like fading away. Yes. Um. And then she vanquished a demon, (laughs) and then her eyes are red. And I don't know what that means, honestly. I really don't know why her eyes are red. But I have a theory about her soul just kind of being captured, and then perhaps him freeing it, but also he seems kind of psychotic at the end. So I'm not really sure, but it it almost seems like a soul thing where you're kind of viewing into her, her soul at that point, Nicholas cages
1: and by defe- <laughs> defeating <laughs> it's a soul
0: thing. Uh, Jeremiah and the cult <laughs> and everyone in the cult, And uh, I think that maybe he, he frees her soul and that's why she's in the passenger seat at the end.
1: But I don't
0: fucking know. That's just what the path that my thoughts took me to baby. It, it
2: seemed to me like, cause I saw, I read your questions. Um, today before i like re like rewatched the last hour of the movie oh, okay. and it did feel to me like um like he had yeah like somehow
0: freed her soul or she was already free and, and or came maybe to like, he's crossed the line into psychosis now that's yeah. also another thing I don't that know. i didn't think no, about no that's
1: exactly what i was going to ask was like i got a question tied into that is like i think after he took that fucking Jar. which okay you say you guys say jar of acid but that looked like a jar of just gray like laundry lint mixed with lard oh you're like yeah, yeah. Just yeah. looked For like sure. a jar of For fucking sure. short maybe with some fucking red fucking, red fucking red crisco
0: from the lights
1: <laughs> well like and the only <laughs> it, lo- it just looked gray, like gray fat to me it, if they hadn't have
2: described it as acid uh, like a with like the uh, the guy in the trailer hadn't described it as acid or mentioned that they take an acid because they don't you don't even know if that's actually acid. I mean you're right it it doesn't look like it, but I yeah, that's the only reason that doesn't. I have put that on there is
1: just well also they were the
0: like, acid trip that he has immediately as he touches I mean his I
1: knew I knew that was I knew that was some sort of drug obviously is, but I it did, is yeah I you don't would, know that that's cl- acid you wouldn't be and like, like that why, why would you <laughs> yeah you, what he's in a trailer he's in a like he's in a fucking little. Cult compound filled with exactly i don't
0: know what he's doing is he looking for food
1: you look around there's fucking trash and like goddamn mcdonald's bags everywhere and there's a mason jar filled with what looks like grease on the counter yeah. and you're like yeah i want that yeah no it, it doesn't make
2: protein, protein baby intuitive sense to do to do that um also i i have a question for you guys because um when i uh, I thought when he came out of the basement and he passes the room and he sees the um, the dude dead slumped over the dead woman on the bed. Yeah. Um, and I, what happened to his ass? Yeah, you were talking about that earlier. <laughs> his ass was gone. I don't know what
1: happened to his ass. I think they ate it. Did you no? It's, like, it's just his ass is gone. Did you not see that guy? Doesn't have an no ass. No ass on that man. They probably yeah. ate it. Because the you, honeymooners, you know, it's the fattest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like, like <laughs> literally just
2: skinned ass bacon do you guys think that that was like the original owner of the house and they just like killed them and then like it's just fucking trash because they're just like living that, there and just not that giving makes shit? very much sense but no I did not think that That that's but that's um, that's a good that
1: approach. was like the first thing I thought when I saw it this time not the first I, time oh no I, I just assumed that was just like any member of them they just like eventually were just like Killed in some fucking crazy fuck orgy, like well, crazy it, blood orgy shit. The
2: reason that makes me think that it wasn't is like it, it was like an older looking guy and
0: there was a woman in the bed. Older looking couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They look honestly. Like it makes it makes sense to me because you don't yeah. ever see anyone else. I expected after seeing that to see like more bodies, but it's just them who are like murdered. Yeah. So it seems like it was just like this is their house. That, I can see that. Yeah. They just like shut up, place, killed them. That, and, that, place. that place. Play ball, baby. <laughs> Okay,
2: we kind of we got one, one for ten, baby. Well, I think that was the
0: question, but who owns the house? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. There's an answer in the movie.
1: <laughs> I feel like we get. I feel like we have a second one because I feel like for sure Nick Cage is perma fucked up at the end. Like that smile he's. Got, I think so too. Yeah, I think <laughs> it really it's just like,
0: uh, you know,
1: you're not we'll gonna make Nicholas Cage
0: do that unless he's a fucking psychopath. In the end, he's. I don't think he's a
2: psychopath, but I just don't think he'll ever be. I think he'll always be. You, nope. Okay, so you know the scene this when reality he's, is bent. When he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, you, when he meets the uh, the fucking chemist guy, um, the Richard Brake, Richard Brake character, the beautiful Richard Brake, which we will talk about that scene. The chemist, you can call him yeah, the chemist. The chemist, but uh, the chemist points out. He goes, "Oh, you see them too," and it shows those like fucking like metallic looking worm things on his feet and it's like very millipedes yeah it's very well I guess are they millipedes metallic worms I like more it reminded me
0: those Ridley Scott creatures
2: well they reminded me of they're millipedes but they reminded me of Tetsuo the Iron Man like stuff from that movie yeah
1: um, yeah. And it was kind of. Well, they look like Lovecraft. some. They look like some cybernetic fucking organs. They look like some cyber bio shit. Exactly. You know? It was like a
2: Lovecraftian Tetsuo or something. And I was just yeah. like, but like uh, the image itself was like, even though they're millipedes, I was like, okay, he's seeing into this like literally this like Lovecraftian fucking. Like, you got a dark aura, man. Like, invisibles level interdimension. Yeah, he, scene, he says the cos- yeah. the black cosmic waves are, uh, <laughs> like, emanating from you or something
0: like I'm that. I'm surfing him, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think possibly by the end of the movie, yeah, he's perma-fucked up. But he's not necessarily a psycho. He's just, like, constantly going to be able to, like, participate with this, like, other dimension. That scene
0: that you were just talking about with the chemist really did... Uh, it- it seems so iconic. It seems like a, almost like an anime esque kind of uh, Blade Runner kind of thing. Almost like I don't know. There is like there's like a aspect of it that I I liked more. I don't know. It it took you into a almost I was very just minimal. how it felt. It was like it was so minimal and like. Well, Chase and I were saying and, like a video game
1: cutscene. Yes, it sort of thing. It, yeah, that's exactly totally what it felt. That, like. I can see that for sure. Like
0: right
2: in between. Um, defeating the second to last boss, and then uh, before you invade the final boss's enemy compound, and you go to that cutscene where you find out where the last compound is. And I'm and it's, so that's what just, an like. oh cut scene. Exactly. just an
1: informational
0: cutscene. Exactly, informational. So happy that well, well they done. switched it to a tiger, just so you could have that fucking like. Tiger roar under the moon that's like crazy heavy metal, like just looks like a t shirt at Walmart. It's literally what <laughs> like, I wrote it down. It's <laughs> literally what I wrote
2: down. <laughs> it looks a Walmart t shirt How awesome. the?
1: How then motherfuckers get a tiger in a cage? How then motherfuckers get that tiger in the cage? <laughs>
2: I yeah, I mean, they are in what seems to be, like, the uh, the Northwest, so... Um, but but at the same time,
0: the last shot of this movie makes me think this isn't even planet Earth. If you talk to Mike Tyson, he said, you can order tigers, man. It's easy.
1: No, no, the, the last shot... This is planet Earth. The last <laughs> shot is just that Nick Cage is fucked up. I think that that last shot, like, showing the fucking trippy-ass, like, space scape, moonscape shit yeah. going on in the background, that's just, like... That's what Nick Cage sees now. That's what Red sees now. It, That's it his happens fucking life. Even earlier right. right.
0: in the movie though, it is happening throughout. When Mandy and Red were talking about planets, a, right when that scene ends, it goes up into the sky and there's like really psychedelic light, like kind of like uh, the northern lights going on there.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't It's show not like, like a, crazy planets
0: just, and shit, but it still is like pretty fantastical. The
2: planets match one of the last images in the cartoon when she pulls like when you were talking about earlier where she pulls that organ out of the, um, oh, uh, or the, the demon the thing and the planets in the background, at, at least to, to me, I mean, I didn't sit there and like compare the images, but like next to each other, but like, it looked like, like they were modeled after the same, like they looked the same. I can see. So that. I, I, yeah, I feel like there is like that connection there. Like, yeah, they, cro- he's like almost himself crossed over into this other dimension that mandy's in now
0: yeah that smile worried me but I, I yeah I feel like I understand it that just
1: with well, that I don't smile think it's alone that he's really crossed over I don't think it's that he's <laughs> crossed over in her dimension or whatever like I th- she's fucking dead I think he's yeah just, yeah he's he's just fucking bonkers on acid now yeah yeah it's a little but that that oh, that also is us like if if that
2: truly is the ending and I'm not and uh, I'm not saying it's not uh, but that would mean that the 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 fantasy element truly is like, a fabrication from his point of view and not reality. Um,
0: so, I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't... I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Because you don't have to go back and, like, ne- necessarily contextualize everything within that. But, like, the end of that... I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It's super interesting. And I don't think you, he goes like through a journey of like tripping more and more until he's just fucking crazy. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fucking weird ass movie and it being involved with drugs and like in the drug culture really just, I don't know if there is any deeper meaning.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of things you can look at here and try and derive meaning from. So like, I mean, everything we've been talking about thus far, but you can also talk about how um, how uh, Panos uses color in this movie in the colored lights and um, and in the way it kind of like dictates the shift in point of view of like whose side of the story we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So like the beginning, for the most part, we from Mandy's point of view, and everything's like very like m- red or blue. Or like crazy lighting, like and it's very psychedelic. And then when we get to the like the hour mark, and Mandy's been is is burned right when Mandy's burned, and we've cut out of that that red bathed scene with the music playing. Nicolas Cage is like much more naturally lit. I mean, there's still all the style to it, but like then like when they burn her, everything's lit by the fire. And then he through like a lot of his early part of his journey, everything's lit naturally for the most part or like more naturally. And there's not a lot of crazy color. And then as his journey moves on, the color starts to get more and more extreme until he gets to the very end. And then it's but I would say, like the style is the be- from the beginning. And he's using these colors like to kind of like, I don't know. There's but, a lot you can derive from looking at that.
0: But Jeremiah, first time you see him, is also lit naturally. The first time you see him is when he's talking, and uh, when he's talking to Brother Swan for the first time, and the late the old woman. So you're
2: seeing that scene from his point of view. Yes. So, but like that—that's that's that's my point. He's using these colors to kind of dictate what point of view you're seeing. So, like when we're in the drug scene, or anytime we're with Mandy, there's crazy colors. With Cage, we have this progression of natural to crazy, and we're only in Jeremiah's head for like a little bit, and it's you, it's, na- it's typically naturally lit, and, except for the drug scene, but we're we're really from Mandy's point of view there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, there's, but you can derive meaning from all of that. I mean, I haven't sat down and tried to, tried to to do it, so I can't make any really, like real points about what it means at this moment. But I'm sure it does mean
0: something. I'm sure that's his art. In in like, it seems like his art is like lighting everything and like creating it a certain way exactly how he wants it with the film grain and everything. Like he really, he wants it to look a certain way. He wants it to look a certain way and he takes his time and it seems like that is his language. And I definitely would say it's not arbitrary.
2: And so I I think what's interesting about this movie is the, the way the, um, the way the, the color and the lighting and the camera work is done is like, there's, it's done methodically and for a reason. And like that, that is informed by like the plot or the subtext or the point of view or like, you know, all these different like factors. And, um, typically when you see a movie that's crafted like that, it, there's all this meaning infused behind it as well. Or like, you know, some idea of meaning, but he's like, I don't really care about that. I want to craft something that's just like incredibly beautiful and there's all this subtle work done to, like, really, like, make you feel, uh, feel part of, like, an experience. Um, but that, that's, like, that's the value of it. It's, like, very crafted, and it's very meticulous, and it is on purpose, but it doesn't necessarily have a deeper meaning.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I like that. We should talk about Nicolas Cage, I suppose.
1: Well, uh, yeah. Old Nicky.
0: Nicholas Cage is what brought us all together to do this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in January, we've been feeling it. And it's 2019. And this is how we started 2019 is watching Nicolas Cage movies. And Nicholas Cage in this movie. It already drove me crazy. Nicholas Cage in this movie specifically, in Mandy. His performance, uh, perfect for the character. It, it makes the character better, I think. It, uh, there's a lot of characters I don't know. I when I see them through Nicolas Cage's perspective and how he does the character, I'm like, how else could they have been done?
1: <laughs> he definitely they makes on his own. And this honestly is a character that I could have seen played by a lot of other people, but he did a really good job with it. Like yeah, he really did. M- yeah. Like the the other roles that we've seen him in this this month they they were nick they were they were mr cage um they were Luke only cage. mr cage yeah. yeah but uh but this one yeah i mean this one could have been played by by a lot of other people but he did a phenomenal job he brings himself um, but
0: you still believe it in the vein of the film you know
1: yeah and it's he is nice and subdued at the beginning it's it's not like and then and then yeah then his wife gets fucking uh incinerated and uh and then it it unleashes cages uncaged and uh he he starts drinking and you're just like there there you are bud there you are man yeah and he he comes on out
0: but he uses a they really do use a lot of the best parts without going too overboard like with him in the film because he's not like fucking, you know, he's got his emotions that are tying him to that madness that you see in Nicolas Cage a lot. And like once he's past that, it's like kind of revenge stuff. And it's not a lot of like crazy, weird, jokey stuff where you're like,
1: Nicolas Cage. Whoa!
0: You know, there's yeah. like a couple things that are like Nicolas Cagey. And it's just because he can't help it. He's Nicolas but Cage. He, and he's, he's but he's drenched in blood.
1: So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're like. But I'm just oh, saying, shit. it doesn't
0: go over that cliff like a lot of other films do. It yes. really uses Nicolas Cage. in a it's sparing. believable, awesome sparing way. Yeah, yeah. For it's sure. like like right after Mandy
2: dies and. a uh, we get like the Cheddar Goblin sequence, which I don't even think we talked. about. He didn't even
0: talk about Cheddar Goblin. Nope. that's how I invested in the fucking like beauty, beauty of this film <laughs> yeah. we are. Honestly, uh, that's crazy. Cheddar Goblin's great. <laughs> yeah, fucking love Cheddar Goblin. It's Goblin good. Um,
2: but uh, right, like after that sequence is when he's like doing the drinking and stuff. It's not not too long after that, and it's definitely tied into like the raw emotion of like what just what just happened with Mandy um and then as the movie goes on we get a couple bursts of of like cageisms basically um but they're all in these moments that are like you're not going that doesn't even like that doesn't make sense that's just funny you're going like oh that that fits the scene <laughs> you yeah, know yeah um, it doesn't
0: take you out of the movie as most cageisms kind of do where you're just like Nicholas Cage
2: yeah where where the point <laughs> of the movie is to kind <laughs> of be there for the cageisms you know, like, Face Off is great, but it's mostly because Cage is just letting you just be like, be like, I can't wait for the next moment that he's
0: fucking crazy, you know? Cage and Travolta like, just fucking murder the fucking entire realm of, like, being the most what-the-fuck actors ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like
2: nothing none, nothing in the context of the scenes really even makes sense. Like, so it does, but, like, at the same time, you're just like, it's way over the top. And, like, in this it doesn't feel over the top even though it it is the same kinds of like cage that we're used to seeing i think also the
0: world that you're presented
2: really helps with that as well. Because everything else is already over the top. Everything's over the top. I mean, the lighting, the camera work, the the
0: just like the characters themselves. There's fucking demons by the It's by over the like, top, but they're slow point. and steady and it's an interesting combination of filmmaking to like present Cajun to <laughs> it's uh it's very it's a very strange mix of things. It's very nice. And what do you what do you think Dan
1: Uh I mean <clears throat> Again, overall, I I enjoyed the film. Thought it could have been a little bit, little bit cinched up, but it was it was an experience. Like we said, it was it was fucking smoke a big ass fucking joint. Sit down in a dark room, like if you could watch this with headphones. If you got some big ass, you you guys, you boys have nice headphones over there. I've got just some earbuds in, but if you got some nice big old headphones on because the sound in this thing is oh, that's true amazing. Yeah. Um it's yeah. Like I said earlier, it's it's like listening to an album. It's it's just like you just ride that wave. You just yeah. ride it. So uh and and Nick he he fucking surfs it. He hangs ten, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, fucking, he, he 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 delivers his ridiculousness, which is just like lends itself to the bit with the with making the the, the reaper chase that we were talking about. Yeah, making the battle axe. That's a that's a six month experience right there. <laughs> but like with Nick Cage, you're just like, okay, did that take 12 hours? Yeah, sure. I guess he could have done that in 12 hours. He's a, he's a fucking maniac. Yeah, like
0: where did this come from? He just made this. He knows that he has a, he has like, a mold for a yeah, fucking axe. Like, like, yeah. like that like, <laughs> <laughs> This is so fucking crazy.
2: Well, and, and you, and I just thought of this was like what, like with what you were saying, Dan, but like th- this really does like kind of feel like an album. And in this, in the style of those albums from the time period that this is kind of like emulating, it is a little like it's a little too long and like grandiose and just like like over the top and like there there yeah. is that like that similarity there where it's like yeah hey, you could have tightened this up but like it's almost it's enjoyable it. uh-huh. like
1: the yeah like you know yeah like you the, like the the creator can always say like. Yeah, I could have, but, like, I don't have to. And don't, you don't have yeah. to. That's the thing, is you don't have... You could. You could. As, as but it, lo- I'll 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 watch it anyway. I'll as long as you're it.
2: having fun, you know? It's, like, yeah. it's still fun, so it's, like, yeah, you could have tightened this up, but, like, if you're having a good time, all you want is more anyways, you yeah. know? And that's kind of, like, the mentality behind those albums, you know? It's, like, we're just fucking jamming. And that's, that's kind of what this movie is. It's, like like we could speed this up why not it's fucking this is fun <laughs> um so what do you guys think of our nicolas cage uh like we're at the we're we're walking
0: out of the tunnel right now we came through we went through 40 years of nicolas cage we did we did <whistles> um and we've we've got a lot more to explore and there's some exploring that we did on our own as well and i'm Honestly, last week I was craving more Cage, and now I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good for a sec, <laughs> and not in a bad way. Because I'm, I, he's
1: a very interesting creature, but it kind of drives you a little mad. And well, surprise, surprise, Alan. The rest of this year, Nick Cage, all <laughs> Cage, all year. The rest Holy of the movies are going to be the bad fucking ones. Shit. <laughs>
0: How many more movies? 48? 87. He has that many. He has way more. We can watch all of them. That's just a a random number. There's more. Oh, my God. He he did like
2: eight movies in 2018. Oh, my God. He did this in Spider-Verse. He did... Um, a movie with that Hayden Christensen guy from. Uh, That's always a good. Bet. Yeah, and the, like a medieval, another medieval movie, <laughs> and like and just a handful of other ones. It's like he did so many goddamn movies this year besides Mandy, and Spider Verse. Well, 2018. Yes, excuse me. 2018, 2019 is still very early on, nice. and you're probably listening to this years
0: from those dates because we're we're famous years from now, and I can't right in wait. <laughs> to see what Nicolas Cage has got going on in 2019. 2018 with Mandy really made me very happy. Oh, it made me very happy. I just
2: don't know what what other directors are going to be scrambling to grab him.
0: It goes back to like, I really do think that like the director, like you have to kind of know how to handle Cage because he's not someone who can be caged. He's always going to be uncaged.
2: He, he and actually like with does the right
0: director, I wouldn't even say like it's like, you know, there could be good directors and they get a performance out of Cage. But like it really takes something special, I think, with the director to like, I don't know, to get Cage to really come out of his shell and fucking show you what he's got. Well, like like
2: this movie, it's honestly like very restrained. Like the the first hour... We get a couple funny lines from Cage, like funny line deliveries and stuff. Like when he's, Mm. I mean, when he's talking to Mandy and and whatnot, Um, but for the most part, he's he's very calm. He's just like, what's up, man? You know, it's just very like, it's a restrained Cage. I mean, we don't really see, even when Mandy's being killed, he's like literally restrained. So he can't be that like, Ah, cage that we know it's only until like we we get like one scene of him screaming in anger you know and then just like iterations of that as he murders people but it it isn't he isn't allowed to like by panos to go like full on just like like bad lieutenant like screaming at old women kind of cage it takes a silver Mm -hmm. tongue to tame the beast of cage yeah
0: (laughs) where you just gotta not give him a lot just be like... Directing him in the in the right direction can really, you know... I don't know. I think it speaks volumes in, like, watching these Cage movies. It seems... I don't know. seems like a lot of people don't know what to do with Cage. And working with him in a way can, like, produce very different re- results. But, like, I don't know. It's very strange. In a lot of different movies, not even just these four that we've watched.
2: As I've... I obviously haven't gone through all of them, but... I, I, to this day, think that adaptation is, like, the the most impressive performance he's yes. actually given, where he's yeah. not playing anything in Completely. his... There, there's, like, a one or two moments where he gets that normal, like, or we would, like, even liken to a Cage moment. But that movie, he's, he's neurotic, and he's, like, he, he's talking too much, and it's, like, in his head, and it's not... It's not what your typical Cage is. No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah. And then the brother that he also plays is a little bit more typically Cage, but there's never really any like high drama until the very end for him to like be screaming and stuff. And he's just like this like, and even then, it's not like a normal Cage. He's like this cocky like, but completely oblivious like the most earnest character. Yeah. That's the know? movie by far
0: that you can separate. Like you do not think of cage really you really are yeah, just invested no, in the movie like that's the shrine that's, that's
1: cage. where that's where like he actually goes into a character more than rather than, like the character going into him
2: yeah and, <laughs> yeah and i think i don't know what I, I don't know why that is because i mean we we didn't do adaptation for the series at all but like that movie has, is like full of its own interesting trivia and, you know, insanity. Yeah. Um, it's almost because it's like, it's, it's like an outlier, you know? Like we're, it's just <laughs> yeah. like, is it the script? Is it Charlie Coppin? We all know he's a genius. Is the script part of it? Was Spike Jones like the, the leading hand? Because I, I mean, it probably was
0: both. But like, I, Cage is yeah. another person who's very hard to uh, pin down. He's a, he's a person that we're all very interested in because he's clearly talented and also kind of knows, not even kind of, he knows what he's doing. He has a grasp on what is happening. And it's just very strange because you're like, okay, you know what's happening. You're so smart. You're in all these movies, though. And in your terrible movies, you know, and some of that can be... It's just financial, financial troubles. Yeah. yeah. Attributed to financial troubles. <laughs> But, like, a lot of it not as well. So it's just a crazy widespread net, and you're, like, trying to understand it. It's very interesting. Nicholas Cage, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he seems to really, and like and, like, got, we saw this a age.
2: lot in the series we just did. He seems to really like directors who just let him do whatever he wants and, like, have power on set. So, like a Vampire's Kiss, he's, I mean, he he's like dictating like what's going to happen, you know, like by eating a cockroach or just like, I'm going to play it this way. And the director's like, just go for it. Yeah. And, and he so, seems like
0: he's approaching directors and storylines just as much as like someone would kind of be like Nicolas Cage, like, oh, like. I wish I could get him. He'd be like the person who'd be like, "Hey man, I really like the script. Is this going down?" Like he'd be like at the
1: studio, just like,
0: mm-hmm. "I like, want to jump on this. this." So he'd just be like, "Nicholas Cage." He's just <laughs> sitting in a room
1: full of like people who look vaguely like him, and he's just like waiting for his audition. And he's just like, "Hey, <laughs> is my turn yet?"
0: I hope yeah. I get it. Just
1: like, "What? Wait, wait. You're are you are you Nick Cage?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Nick, you got it. It's like, "Yeah, I've been it's waiting yours.
0: for 15 minutes." <laughs> but
2: but like if you see like with the director the way that the vampires kiss was directed the way leaving las vegas direct was directed where he was like actually drunk in the movie and like he was just allowed to do whatever the fuck he wanted and then he pray like he just screams his praises for Werner Herzog on port of call new orleans when Herzog's just like basically tells him like do it how you would do it kind of thing. Like, that's a director, you know? So he has this attraction to just somebody who's just going to let him go, like, make all the decisions. And he's just going to go crazy with those decisions uh, for the characters. But it it feels like the best performance is when he gets reined in. And the directors aren't letting him do that.
0: It's true. I, I feel like really all Cage needs is a good partner because I think he really does, like, he has a strange mind for art. And it's, it's cool as fuck. And sometimes it is interpreted in a very odd way. And like, probably most times that's how he wants it, but it can be interpreted in a bad way sometimes, or like in a a way that's, I don't know. I don't fucking know what I'm trying to say. But
1: I. You just, you just gotta know how to. You just gotta know how to put the saddle on the man. You know, it, it, yeah, there's a right it's, way and <laughs> a wrong way to put the saddle on him, and you gotta make sure you put it on there right. Otherwise, he'll chafe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. You gotta know how to ride that cage. You gotta ride the cage. You gotta ride him yep. the right way. That cage rides rough. He's as tricky a beast to tame. As he is to understand. Eva Mendes. Oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean literally during this whole series, and, and it's it's um, Elizabeth on,
1: Shue. Wait, what?
2: Elizabeth Shue. Shue. Uh, it's it's on uh, display in last week's episode. How um how down the rabbit hole I went with this cage thing. Um, uh, lost my goddamn mind. Um, trying man. to understand this man and just being like, at a certain point, which was last week, going like. It's it's all on purpose. He's a genius. Like we, have, yeah, he's a genius, and just not even, you know, just went way too far down.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's like, like it's like almost so the opposite. That's why we're so baffled. He's just like not even into the Hollywood scene. He's just like some normal fucking dude. <laughs> it's he's
2: so weird. He's so really,
1: hard
0: to define. It's like to define. I yeah, I don't know.
2: He could fe- yeah. be many things. I feel like I could get his phone number and call him. Re- with relative ease, if I really like, was like I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. If you were
0: determined and you had some sort of you know, yeah, some sort of thing that you were doing. Hey, I'm a documentary filmmaker. I'd like to <laughs> shoot
1: this documentary. No, about what's, the, what's it about? He just shows up. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Nicholas. Yeah, I'd like you to scream into a camera. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm down. <laughs>
2: hey, I- Nicholas, I'm shooting. Let me stop you right there. I'm in the Screen Actors Guild. You got my minimum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's all I need. Well, yes, I'll be there. (laughs) That's just need the minimum. Well, like, uh, okay, directors out there, everyone, all the directors listening to our podcast right now, make some good shit with Cage. (laughs) If you can, if you can rope rope up, lasso that Cage, get him him in your film, man, and do something really cool and experimental. Because I'm sick of him being in these normal ass bunky fucking films where you're like, he's crazy, but the, the rest of the film around him is just kind of happening. <laughs> it, it's bunky. not believable because the world, <laughs> <laughs> the world just accepts him,
2: and it's like, but this is that he no. It, well, in this, in Mandy, it's a breath of fresh air. He's as crazy as the world is. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> like oh, everything fits. Wonderful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright guys, so um what uh what was your favorite cage movie during the four that we watched? And I think I know the everyone's answer, but um I'm gonna ask it anyways.
0: You go you go, you do, go Alan. You go Stiglitz. Hey, what's up? It's me, Alan, everybody. How you doing? Uh Nicholas the cage movies. So I'll rank them. Uh, Vampire's Kiss is arguably my favorite movie of all time. Uh, But I can rank these a lot of different ways, okay? I really, really like Vampire's Kiss because of its lore. Mm -hmm. And just everything behind it and how it really, like, you kind of have to dive into the movie to even know what's really going on on the inside of it. Because on surface level, it's kind of not, it's not what it is on service level, at least in my experience. So it's, it, yeah. it's, it's a very close tie with Mandy, honestly, because Mandy is just a gorgeous fucking film. But I will have to say that uh, Vampire's Kiss is just so much fun to me. I really love it. I love that we did it. I had a very good time during that episode. I love that film. Vampire's Kiss, number one. Mandy is definitely number two, very close behind because it's just fucking psychedelic and badass and reminds me of everything that why I love Pink Floyd and fucking psychedelic shit and drugs and Animal Collective and creepy, weird, like, odd sack shit. It's awesome. I love it so much. It's just beautiful to look at. It's fucking great. Amazing sound design. It's a psychedelic trip. I love the psychedelic realm. Super fun. And dark and metal as fuck. Kind of like metalocalypse and adult swim shit in there too. It's extremely relevant to our generation. <laughs> or just our our interests. Our generation <laughs> though, too. I really do think so. Um, and then I would have to go port of call and leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> if I'm gonna rank them all. But I, I will go uh, no further because I'm not gonna talk about the other ones.
1: Um I mean similar but I'd probably actually b- say now overall Mandy most most pleasing yes to to view um and then and then I don't know uh I I I I like leaving Las Vegas a lot I'd say most confusing would be Vampire's Kiss I'd give it to Vampire's Kiss most like I could yeah, definitely. Do with never watching this again. Would go to port of call, um, and and leaving Las Vegas. Uh, I would give that superlative uh, to it as uh, that Elizabeth Shoe is one fine piece of ace.
0: <laughs> yep, that's that's commercial success. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Elizabeth Shoe.
2: Thank you, Elizabeth Shoe. I wish you would come back. All right. So for me, Chasey boy. Okay. So I kind of waffle between Mandy and Vampire's Kiss as my favorite as well. Um, Mostly because my original experiences with Vampire's Kiss were that of like hilarity and like watching with friends and rewatchability. You can show it to so many people and you're always going to laugh and like you can show it to new people and it's funny and and it's a, it's a good time, you know, entertainment, baby. It's for
1: a good time call.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, and there's like a lot to dig in there. So if you want to like, if you want to talk about like the implications of the, of everything, which were, um, like half intentional and half, like just completely happenstance that they come across. Um, it's a fun one. Uh, Mandy though is like, is definitely my favorite aesthetically. It's definitely my favorite visually. It's definitely like style wise a, a film, just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mandy is like an, a work of art and, um, the rest of them aren't, um, not in, not in the same way in my, in my mind anyways. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. I think like if I, if someone were to come to me and be like, out, out of these movies, which one do we watch with a group? I'd say *Vampires Kiss*. If someone, you know, were asked me what my favorite movie was, I'd probably, I'd probably say *Mandy*. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I guess I'm gonna say *Mandy*. *Vampires Kiss*. Like, in yeah. A, in and if, a, if you were asked uh, what was the worst film, what would you say? Uh, *Leaving Las Vegas* for me. Um, oh, what
1: *Portico*. *Leaving no. Las
2: Vegas*. I I like Port of Call New Orleans. I I I actually like that movie. I I don't I don't know. I I. Uh, we I, don't have
1: to rehash. We don't have yeah, to rehash this. There's no we, rehashing. We, no. we really should not rehash this. No, 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 no. We don't
0: need to open that scab. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
1: the big. Well, it's so, still
0: healing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the big thing for me is uh, wound
1: is fresh.
2: You know, I don't know. It's hard to pick between leaving Las Vegas and Port of Call New Orleans for me because uh, I, I like Port of Call New Orleans, and I didn't, lo- I didn't really like care for leaving Las Vegas as much. But I do, I do like things in Leaving Las Vegas, and I definitely have there. There are parts of that movie which I, I enjoy. That's
0: the thing. The only reason that I would ever show somebody those movies is because of some of the ridiculous things that happens with Cage. Like, if you are a Cage fan, it's just you're always, you want more and more from cage. And there are things inside of both of those movies that you must see as a cage fan. I'm sorry that you have to watch these films, but you have to watch these films.
1: If, if you're, a if fan. you have
0: mm-hmm. interest in seeing just cage, be cage. Like he's really the full experience. If you want the full experience, watch all his movies. You Hopefully f- we'll get there someday. <laughs> if, um, it's going to be a real rough road. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's
2: if I would recommend all of these, all four of these movies, if you want the full experience and the movie not be a completely unwatchable disaster in every other department, because there's so many movies that he ended up doing uh, and and has done that are, I mean, he's giving the same caliber of uh, performance, but the everything else in terms of the filmmaking is just like un
0: fucking watchable. If you um, like to mystery science theater with your friends pretty much every movie that we watched except for Mandy Mandy's the one that you just shut the fuck up (laughs) watch the film (laughs) yeah all three other films are films that you could easily do it to and there's so many other Nicolas Cage films that man some of them I've tried to watch by myself and I wish I had friends to Mystery Science Theater with them (laughs) because I'm like oh I gotta I have to turn this off now
2: yeah I'm done there are some um, that I just, I and mean, they're
0: unwatchable unless there are other people with you. Like you can't, you <laughs> literally like, why can't. Why? By, like by, You start contemplating your life. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck am I doing? It's like, um, driving. It's like eating breakfast at fucking like, you know, nine o'clock PM. Yeah. You're it's just like alone. Like, in, in bed. Yeah. You're like, what's happening? A
2: little drunk. <laughs> like I've made a, a decision incorrectly at
0: some point in my life. It's too early and it's too late.
1: Um, (laughs) i had grits in bed at like 5 p.m the other day it was great it's all right wow
0: it's good (laughs) uh but that that was our nicholas cage series everyone thank you for listening we're gonna do thank you
1: for being a listener
0: Hey, everyone. Uh, we're all, uh, me and Chase are about to move away from Panama City, which is our hometown that we went to high school in. And it's good time. And we love each other. And, Little Diddy. Uh, we're, about
1: Jack and Diane.
0: <laughs> uh, I am moving to Nashville, and I he's moving to Atlanta. And hopefully we'll get jobs there, and we'll continue to do this podcast. Next week, we're going to try to give you one more with Zardoz, starring Sean Connery. Spell that for the audience. Zardoz. Z-A-R-D-O-Z.
1: So hey, don't worry, everybody. I'm staying right here. I'm going nowhere. He's staying in the same place. We're going
0: to conjure him up somewhere, though.
2: He'll go up crazy, do shit. It won't sound like <laughs> we've moved anywhere when you did. hear here speaking again next time. But but we'll, but be, we'll referring be in different to places. It. <laughs> we'll be in different places. It won't sound like it.
0: But we're gonna try to do one more for you before we take a little break. Uh, we're gonna do Zardoz. I've never seen it. You've never
1: seen it. He never seen. Never it. Never even heard of it until you guys I mentioned it. I've never seen it. But get excited! It's Sean Connery in a little speed red leather speedo with like fucking strappies all over his body, holding a little fucking like Ruger pistol. Oh, it's gonna be hot to trot, baby. I've never seen it, but I've seen the image like so many times. James, it's like a very
0: iconic kind of like it's like a it's like a B be culture iconic thing You know like
1: I'm pretty I don't excited. know how I've missed it I'm pretty excited Yeah
0: cool. I'm very excited uh, So we'll we'll see you all then uh, We love you
1: yeah, we, we miss, miss you. you already But fuck you 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 We miss you already <laughs> But fuck you Fuck you and your assholes <laughs> So long, fuckos.
0: (laughs) Ta-ta, fuckos. Ta-ta, fuckos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bye.
2: Yeah.
0: See uh, you later, uh, uh, shitbird. That's all, motherfucker. Let's say shitbird. Ta-ta, shitbird. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-ta, shitbird. Ta-ta, you shit turd. You
1: dumb shit hamburgers. (laughs) You shit on my hamburgers, you shit turd.